Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to Manifestation Therapy, your trusted source for wisdom on the universal principles and the transformative magic integrating manifestation with the people that you support. I'm your host, Judy, and I'm thrilled to embark on this enlightening journey with you. In every episode, we'll unravel the timeless secrets of the universe, explore the art of conscious creation, and dive deep into Manifestation Therapy's incredible potential. Whether you're a seasoned practitioner or just starting your quest for a more abundant and fulfilling life for yourself and your clients, this podcast will support your growth, inspiration, and empowerment. So let's ignite the power within, align our thoughts with the energy we desire, and be our best potential. Welcome to Manifestation Therapies Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Manifestation Therapy Podcast. My name is Judy and I am your host. We have looked at uh, what manifestation therapy is, the law of divine oneness, the law of vibration, the law of resonance. We have looked at the law of correspondence and the law of cause and effect so far. So today I'm going to talk to you about the law of compensation. It's all about rewards and blessings. So basically whatever we put out, we externally, we get back in blessings. So we become compensated or rewarded in connection to whatever thoughts, beliefs, emotions, responses, actions, behaviors, and energy that we're emitting into our environment. To understand this, we kind of have to understand the connection that our thoughts and emotions have with our body responses and how these kind of interplay into what we release externally. So internally, Whenever we have a thought, I think I've talked about this before, but every thought basically is energy. So neurotransmitters um, shoot off energy into the limbic system of the brain, the subcortical brain, where we have emotion. And when those emotions are processed uh, through other neurotransmitters, such as happy ones or unhealthy ones, such as like stress, so not necessarily unhealthy, but they don't feel so good. So negative and positive um, emotions are released with different neurotransmitters from our thoughts. Hopefully I haven't lost you yet. So those, the neurotransmitters from our thoughts release energy um, in the form of different chemicals into the emotional part of our brain, the subcortical brain, like the amygdala that processes anger, grief, jealousy, shame, Um, sadness, I already said grief, so that's sadness, but um, uh, happiness, fear, anxiety, which is fear. All these things get processed in the amygdala through these different neurotransmitters, which are energy. And the uh, emotional part of our brain is directly connected to our bodies. Our um, somatic experience is what it's called in the mental health world. But it's also just our our nervous system, our parasympathetic system, our sympathetic system. Our nervous system responds to whatever emotions we are having, which are responding to whatever thoughts we are having. And then from that, we have an action and release more energy through our action because it transforms, which is another principle we'll get to later. But basically what we want to understand with the law of compensation is that when we're having positive thoughts, positive emotions, positive experiences, we're going to release positive and we get blessings in return. So all energy is connected 
That's from the divine source. All energy is in motion. That's from the law of vibration. All energy in motion resonates with other energy on different levels, and our choices lead to certain effects or consequences and corresponds to different. So these are all the principles so far. But everybody likes to talk about rewards and the positives. And the law of compensation focuses on the proportional receiving that we're going to get related to whatever we put out. So it's kind of like the precursor to the law of attraction, which everybody loves. Applying this principle in our lives, though, and it involves making a conscious effort to align our actions, our thoughts, our emotions, overall our energy into having positive outcomes. So how do you get there? Well, again, we're going to bring up mindfulness. Everybody loves to talk about mindfulness. Just kidding. A lot of my clients are like, I don't want to do that mindfulness stuff. Unfortunately, the mindfulness stuff works. But what a lot of people don't talk about is that it doesn't have to be meditation. It doesn't have to be 20 minutes of silence. It doesn't have to be thinking of a, a monk, a Tibetan monk, or doing yoga poses, or doing deep breathing, kundalini breathing. I personally cannot stand kundalini breathing, although I know it has benefits. Mindfulness is all about being present in the present moment. It's all about you. It's not about what other people tell you you have to do. Some people may find mindfulness through fishing or journaling. Some people may find it through just sitting with their child, reading a book. Some people may find mindfulness through exercise or eating and being mindful about what they're eating or taking other actions that basically make them feel present in the moment, not thinking about the past, not worrying about the future. So being present and mindful is a way to cultivate positivity. Why? Because in the moment, we can find our peace, we can find our safety, we can know that we're okay. We don't have to be great, we don't have to be um, focused on regrets, we can just be okay. And that's kind of the ultimate goal. You don't, I mean, high vibing it for sure, a really good goal to have and a good thing to practice on a daily basis. But to be mindful, it's not about being that high vibe. It's about just being okay and present, being focused. So action is actually really important though with the law of compensation and taking consistent action with consistency and purpose will lead to accelerated hope, motivation, and intention. The law of compensation is very similar with the law of action, which is all about um, intent and intent action. So it's kind of the one that I consider the law of action. Some people put the law of action into their universal principles because there's different lists for different folks. Um, but the law of compensation is a principle about gratitude. It's about being present. So again, gratitude is one of the things that a lot of people are so sick of hearing about, but it's also one of the things that works. Gratitude is one of the high frequency vibes of energy. Acknowledging and appreciating the positivity that we have in our lives attracts more positive energy and it aligns with the abundance that we seek. So finding gratitude helps us find more things to be grateful for. 
and paying attention to the energy that we have. It happens in different situations by being mindful. So understanding what our thoughts are, understanding what our triggers are, how our emotions are connected, and what reactions we have to different situations um, can help us shift into the positive. Positive behaviors, positive internal to external will accelerate different progress. We accept challenges or setbacks as opportunities for learning and growth instead of looking at them as poor me, it always happens to me, why me, and all those victim statements, which can become rather annoying when you start to recognize them as victim statements. Embracing any negative experiences will allow valuable lessons and they actually turn our obstacles into stepping stones and we can reach um, as intense positive as we were negative. So another aspect of the law of compensation is focusing on having healthy relationships. So fostering whatever healthy relationships we have, including to ourselves. So with other people, be paying attention to those that are in our life who makes us feel good, who uplift us, who connect to us in positive ways, and focusing on how we feel when we're with others. That doesn't mean we have to cut off everybody, although, you know, I certainly have cut off quite a few people in my life that didn't treat me well or um, didn't uplift me. It just means that we have to protect our own energy. You know, if we're with those people that may be a little bit toxic or that bring us down, kind of protecting our energy before we enter with them or taking care of ourselves when we are with them and afterwards. Self-care, self-care, self-care. Healthy relationships, though, they contribute to the positive and harmonious environment and a positive internal look at ourselves. So we're going to feel better about ourselves when we're with people that like look at us better, that treat us better, that respect us and have those healthy boundaries. Staying open to opportunities is another aspect of the law of compensation. So being able to visualize our successes and actually taking the opportunity when it presents to us. I have known people who would have opportunity after opportunity and they kept turning them down And just couldn't understand why they weren't getting it ahead. And it was like the universe kept knocking on their door and they just weren't answering. So once they understood that the universe knocking was their chance for change and change was actually a good thing, they were able to, you know, open that door wide. And it's really important that we have an open mind to seize opportunities as they align with what goals we have to encourage more opportunities to come and more change. Adjusting to change doesn't have to be a negative thing. Change can be positive. So finding strategies and approaches to keep this open mind is really helpful. Again, therapy is always, you know, a positive option. I kind of am a little biased on that one, but therapy works. As long as you have a therapist who works. At times, we need to assess where we are and with comparison, where we want to be. So comparison is really helpful in the change process, in the mindset process, in mindfulness. Comparison can really, a lot of people look at it as very negative, but it's not negative necessarily, although we can compare ourselves to negative sides of the coin in order to feel better and find more gratitude. But comparison can just be about where we are versus where we want to be and what we need to do to get there. 
So let's look at the principle of compensation um, from the perspective of our focus on thoughts, emotions, body sensations, and behaviors. So this is where the most work is that I do with clients. And it's important to understand this when you're working with someone who you want to kind of incorporate manifestation therapy with. My mother always told me, because I used to find a lot of trouble. It was like, probably the thousandth time that I had gotten into trouble legally for um, not finishing paperwork. I was horrible with finishing paperwork. Although now I recognize that as a symptom of ADHD. Back then I did not. I just thought, and this is what people told me, was that I was either lazy or just incompetent or just um, not careful enough, not cautious enough. But my mother basically said, um, if something continues to repeat, it's good to look at what the common denominator is in the situation of chaos. And in that situation, it was me. So I, I think I lost my driver's license like three times and was uninsured as a driver, probably three or four times. And I had all sorts of fines related to it simply because I wouldn't finish the paperwork. And this happened repeatedly. I was the common denominator. So although I realized it was probably because I was in survival mode with tr complex trauma and which turned into my ADHD, um, it definitely took a lot of understanding that, you know, I was the problem and mindfulness works point blank. It works again. I'm repeating it works because it works. Mindfulness creates gratitude, which also works. So I had someone once say to me that they hoped that my therapy process wasn't about finding gratitude because they were sick of it. But without gratitude, we can't have transformation. We can't find our acceptance. We can't find our authenticity. And authenticity is one of the biggest high vibrations there is. We can't have that authenticity without having the vulnerability of who we are, where we are, and what we're grateful for. There's peace in finding it. So um, mindfulness is our connection to the present moment. I have talked about that. What doesn't work, though, is zoning out. So I have had clients say, oh, I go on my social media and check my email, and that's how I am mindful. Nope, wrong, doesn't work. We have to connect, not disconnect. So unless you're going through your email and um, journaling in your email or sending an email to someone to connect, you're basically disconnecting. So while we can get lost in scrolling videos, YouTube videos, posts, binge watching Netflix or a series, I love to do it too, or video gaming, it's not zoning in, it's zoning out. We're disconnecting from the present moment or being mindless instead of mindful. And although it can seem relaxing, it's actually sending all this blue light and stuff that I'm not going to get into, but basically it's not good for your body. It's not good for your nervous system. And it's actually mindless instead of mindful. So mindfulness is about paying attention. So I will say that there is a different type of scrolling of connecting to the internet of watching shows, which might be documentaries or uplifting videos or doing some mindful or meditation videos on YouTube. There are ways to encourage the use of social media and tech use 
that isn't necessarily mindless. So I will say that, but um, positive behaviors, positive internal to external, it accelerates our progress and we want to do that by being present. Um, so that's where the gratitude lies is finding thankfulness for every single thing that we've struggled through. It's not necessarily about accepting or finding abusive situations or adverse experiences as um, positive. We don't have to do that, but we can find blessings where there has been oppression and finding light in the dark. Uh, so for example, I was abused as a very small child. The uh, lesson I got from that is not that it was okay. It's not that it was a good thing, but it really taught me how to connect with some of my clients that have had similar traumas. And it taught me a lot about uh, uh, surviving resiliency. Then we lost my father when I was a small child and it was a horrible thing for me to go through. It was a horrible thing for my whole family to go through. But if he hadn't have passed, I probably never would have had the connection I did with my cousin who was more like a brother to me or my other younger cousin who's still present with us today, who's godfather of my children. Um, so things happen and sometimes there's no rhyme or reason for those things happening, but we can find positives, branches maybe that we took as a result, choices that we made. So all we need to do is find that gratitude. Uh, and then we can also focus on the fact that the adverse experience was temporary. In fact, all things are temporary. How we feel, how we think, how we respond, the energy that we release, the energy we accept, everything is temporary. We learn, we grow, we achieve, we change. So it's not about just loving ourselves. It's about, you know, accepting ourselves where we're at and being our authentic self. The law of compensation is about focusing on the positives and understanding that what we have put out will be returned in blessings. So learn to think positively allow peace, gratitude, positive energetic emotions, find the calm in the anxiety and allow for the compensation to come with peace, positive experiences and blessings. You deserve it. Be your best potential. Don't forget to like and share and check out my website manifestationtherapy.com as well as my Instagram manifestation therapy. Check you later.